everybody. How are we this week? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm slightly hyperactive. Oh, good. Why? Have you been drinking too much coffee? No, I had a nap. And naps are the best. And also I had a delicious carbonara for dinner. Mmm, that would Mm. do it. Yes. Yes. I should have a coffee. I should have a nap. I've actually been ordered by the doctors to have two coffees a day, so... Why? High iron. That's weird. That's... Yeah. You have high iron. How much meat have you been eating? Too much. (laughs) (laughs) Too much red meat. No, there's something in my blood. I'm a mutant. Okay. Wow. Fair enough. So you have to drink coffee to level out your iron. Yeah, apparently it's iron intake. Really? Yeah. That's... Okay, there you go. See, this is a very educational podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Starting off strong, what will we finish with? (laughs) We don't know. Something about Warcraft, probably. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, Well, so this week we were going to have a chat about Hearthstone, but maybe we could start off by having a quick chat about what we've got up to this week in our Battle.net games. Um, Nero, what have you been doing? Well, I have been playing Hearthstone, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but for Warcraft, I've had, I guess, an interesting week. Um, I joined a new guild to do mythics on my warrior Woo-hoo. and went in and we got the first few down. So the first three. Nice. Um, I went in and did a heroic Archimond uh, with that same guild um, who unfortunately sold all my gear to a carry, which is oh. a popular thing that mythic guilds do um and i was rather disappointed because yeah. i could have used that loot for you know raiding <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. that was my little bit of a, a downside to it but other than that the, the rating was fine and that's really all i've been doing this week oh. were, they a nice, were they a nice group of people mm. aside from selling your gear well, aside from selling my gear, they were okay. They weren't outwardly rude or hostile towards me, but <laughs> other, other than that, I haven't yet to make a decision about it. So it's all, you know, a process of joining a new guild. So it is I'm going used to, to. I'm used to our fun and happy and yeah. laid back and, and, and cool, chill out atmosphere. And this is a little bit more serious. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, on a sillier note, a friend in my other guild got a mythic Archimon carry for 900,000 gold. Oh, is that all? Moly. Yeah, I've, and that's I've all. I've them that's advertised 1.5 mil. Yeah, so apparently it was a cheap deal. Um, wow. And so he went in there and they took a while to kill it because they were carrying him in mythic, which is, you know, mm. hard. Mm. Um, and he ended up getting the kill um, and saved to the lockout this week. Um, and we wanted to see if, because it's cross realm, uh, we heard that possibly there was a chance that we could get, um, him into our lockout because he hadn't actually killed the first few bosses. He just killed Archimon. That is not the case. It's still based in the old system. Um, unfortunately, we had him go in. He went into their lockout. Oh. Um, and then we're like, okay, everybody come out. Um, and our raid leader was distracted talking to somebody and then we were asked, is it okay to go in? He said, yes, we all went in um, and people not thinking went in to their mythic lockout that's killed every single boss and clicked yes, except to the lockout. Oh, no. Oh, whoops. So about three or four people of our mythic team got locked to a full clear oh, that had everything no. dead. Oh, on that's our first so, night of, of trying to do mythics in that that's guild. That's so unfortunate. I'm so, sorry, I shouldn't laugh at this. Needless so to say, it was rather hilarious and sad at the same yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, bless. But yes, next week. Next week it'll, it'll work out for us. Yes. You have plenty of weeks. <laughs> yeah. You're not running so out of time, man. <laughs> that's my story of this week's raiding experiences. <laughs> that's exciting. No. And what about you, Claw? Uh, I've been playing my monk. Uh, as I said last week, I've been tanking. I tanked mm-hmm. the first, technically, I think, four bosses I tanked. Okay. And I died once to mechanics because it was a boss that doesn't normally get to that phase <laughs> when I've done it in the past, so I wasn't aware what it did. <laughs> um, we still killed it, which was fine. Uh, we were doing Kilrog. And I wasn't doing much tanking. The tank that we had, he was quite 
reasonably geared for normal. This was just normal, so. Yeah. And so we just decided, let's just kill this thing. So I jumped to my hunter and just carried them through the DPS. And yeah, okay. that, that's what I did with that character. I have been paying attention to Hearthstone because there's been some changes lately with the new um, exp- uh, new adventure out. So the meta has really been changing quite a lot, but again, we'll talk about that soon. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I have not really been doing much in WoW. I've been just chilling out, flying around, doing my garrison stuff on all my turns, and just having a bit of fun, really. I'm sorry I don't have a story as exciting as yours, Nero. <laughs> <laughs> Leading we, strong. Yeah. We, no, we should have had you go last. You just made everyone else just seem rather boring and disappointing. Sorry. Hey, I haven't <laughs> happened yet, but I'll be boring and disappointing. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Cinder, what, what have you been doing? <laughs> um, well, in WoW, disappointing circuits of disappointment. Um, I leveled my druid for a little while, um, but I got over that pretty quickly. Um, did Celestial Tournament. Um, so I've got four weeks to go and I'll have the last of the pets. So I have all of them. Um, and I got a bit bored out. Well, not bored, but I was just like, uh, I should go to bed in like 20 minutes, but I don't want to yet. So I just started running around killing the, the Yangle. Is that how you say them? The the Yangle. Yangle. Okay. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that you have to kill for the Emperor Shaohao reps. So, um, I was just doing that for fun for a little while and managed to get one of the toys that they dropped. Oh, great. So, yeah, that was really nice. nice. Um, I've been doing dailies on my Alliance DK. Um, I am setting up all of my alts with salvage yards so that I have, like, heaps of greens for the transmog insanity that's going to happen when Legion comes out. So I'm trying to get as many bits and pieces as I can, and I kind of figure anything that doesn't sell, well, I'll just add it to my stuff because I'm a completionist and I'll fill <laughs> all those gaps, and that'll be really cool. Um, I'm still not in the Legion Alpha. Thanks, Blizz. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm like, I've just been doing really bitsy stuff. I haven't really been doing much. I feel really lost without my raid team. And I like, no one's around (laughs) and it's really sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I accidentally played a Heroes of the Storm game the other day. How um, do you accidentally play a Heroes of the Storm game? Is that like accidentally getting pregnant? Is it one of those sorts of things? You <laughs> tripped and a, just fell into just it? Just fell in, yeah. No. Um, no, but I mean, okay, let's face it. If anyone's going to accidentally play a game of something, it is absolutely going to be me. Um, I logged on to get Chogal because I hadn't done that bit yet um, since BlizzCon. So I did that. And then I'm like, oh, what's going around on around here with all of these other characters and what are they doing? And then. Um, the only one that I actually own is Lily. And <laughs> so I, um, clicked on her and I was, you know, playing around with the skins and stuff. So I've got, um, I've got that mount that looks like a little unicorn or the like pony with the rainbow tails and things like that. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. so I was playing around with the colors on that. And I, you know, just faffing around and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'll go now. But stupidly, because I'm stupid, instead of exiting out of there, I just clicked, okay, play. And then things happened and I'm like, oh, shit, oh, shit. And then I didn't know how to get out of it. And I'm like, oh, God, this is a disaster. <laughs> There's no coming back. <laughs> There's no escape. I'm like, oh, God. Thankfully, thankfully, it was just like a full AI game. Uh, so I didn't, you know, let anybody down. And it was um, a map that I hadn't done before. It was one where you've got the um, the angel and the demon and they're fighting in the middle and stuff is going uh, on. Yes. I don't know which one that is. Um, so. So I'm still really bad at heroes. Um, we won, but I'm still really bad at it. <laughs> so I also tried a bit of Hearthstone, but um, I didn't realize my iPad wasn't charging properly, and so it just died. So I'm like, okay, fine, I'm going. That, to bed that's now. part of the mobile Hearthstone experience, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I unfortunately shit. on my uh, phone have an issue where it's if it's connected to Wi-Fi, it likes to disconnect me during the game every time. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, um, it's a bug apparently to do with the, like, it doesn't happen when I'm on like cellular data. No. Um, it, it like works perfectly fine. But as soon as I connect to my home Wi Fi or any other Wi Fi, it just like, it'll play for a little bit. And then in the middle of the game, it'll just like 
instantly DC and then reconnect. It's rather frustrating. So. Yes, it, it is a known issue and has caused a lot of issues, even in tournaments where they use oh, wow. iPads or other tablets, whether it was done intentionally by the player who is losing or not, that's another question. <laughs> I've never, I've never had that happen. I mean, like to be fair, I don't play a lot, but when I have been playing, it has been on my iPad, and I only use wireless on my iPad, so that's really uh, interesting. Apparently, it's only phones um, it, oh, or, okay. or devices that get four G. So oh. maybe your iPad is just a Wi Fi only. I don't know. It could be both. No, it doesn't have a SIM card in it though, so that could be why it's not getting affected by it. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, it actually happened during a game I was playing. Um, I was playing on my Paladin deck um, versus this Hunter, and um, he thought he had the game won right at the very end, and somehow <laughs> I managed to kill all of his minions, and he had no cards left. And <laughs> he and I had three health, and he had one health. And so <laughs> all I had to do um, was attack him because I had a, a weapon equipped, and I went to attack him, and it DC'd and then kicked me oh, out of the game. Oh, no. That's disappointing. Uh, yes. So, and it was like, it was right in the point where, you know, how the cards pop up when you're yep. about to go and like yeah. hit them across it, it. It had just popped up yeah. and then it DC'd. And I was just like, <laughs> I was pretty Ooh. mad. I won't, I won't say what I said after <laughs> <laughs> because it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was rather frustrating. So, it does get that imagine. way. Oh, dear. Well, that's what we've been up to this week. Do we want to quickly run through the news? Because there's a couple of um, fun things that are happening. Yeah. Um, well, not fun, but interesting things anyway. Um, yes. Do you start with the- Yeah, you oh. go for it. You, go, you do the first one. All right. Well, World of Warcraft, we've had a hot fix come out, mainly affecting the shipyard, which I think all of us are quite happy with. Woo-hoo! So the thing that really sticks out for me is that if the mission success is above 90%, it cannot destroy the ships if you fail it. Which I don't know about you guys, but yes, that, that, yeah. that, that's my feeling for it. The, the worst thing in the world is failing like a ninety-eight percent mission and then losing two ships, and mm-hmm. you just sit there and you're like, "What devil ever thought that there would be anything enjoyable about that at all?" Like it's it's. I don't oh. know if losing two ships is the worst. I think the worst is when you're trying to level up a green ship with a purple, and the purple yes. gets destroyed, but the green <laughs> survives. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That, yes. That one's the real annoying one. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's really good because uh, a lot of my missions, I'm rather lazy and I don't like to change over the, the thingies or spend mm, garrison resources. So it's always like 85 to 90% chance. So I'm just like, oh, that's pretty good. I'll give that a go. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, that's fine. But sp- spending, you know, two grand or 2,000 garrison resources to get your ships the best they can. Mm. But if and then you still can't them. get the 100% for whatever reason, yet you lose them. Well, yeah. you're out 2,000 plus because you've got to rebuild those ships. And then you've got the time on top of that to get them back up to Epic. And that's just frustration that has now been lifted away. Yay. So now we have the choice. We can either go for the less than 100% and not really have the fear of losing the ship, but chance of, you know, failing the mission. Or, I don't know, if we wanted to go for one that's 50% chance we could risk our ships for that but yeah who would yeah well it just you know it, if you're gonna do silly things by like going for a 60% or a 50% or even you know whatever the lowest percentage you can get even when you're putting ships in um you know you're risking a lot but you yeah. know if you've worked really hard to get the ships to where you know you get the best of the best um to, to do that mission that you can possibly do and it fails you know it's just yeah so especially that's a really when it's change. especially when it is like expert captain that's sort of one that can't be counted yeah that was frustrating yeah um, so I don't know if you guys saw this, but I watched it happening in it and, you know, I'm a bit of a gossip in this sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was this, uh, a person who had posted on the WoW forums about, um, cheating and bots in PVP, which everyone knows they exist and they suck and boo if you do that. Um, and it went on Reddit and whatnot, but it just, like, it got so bad that it, they posted about it on MMO Champion, which I'm like, you know, it's just a forum thread and everyone's letting off steam, but. 
Yeah, it was hilarious. I don't know if the thread's still there or not. I probably should have had a look before I think this. It is. But yeah, it I just I found it I found it fascinating. Um Yeah. I mean like everyone knows that there's bots in PvP and something needs to be done about it, but people just get super, super defensive and aggressive and it's like, guys, calm down. Like if I could do the Pandaran voice, I'd do it. Then I'll slow down. <laughs> that thing <laughs> yeah that was actually pretty good that was, was the it? Key voice. It. Yeah. <laughs> i could be a derpy pandaren when i saw this note in in our um in our episode list yeah. i was like what because you didn't actually say it was about botting you just said people got mad was, about people cheating <laughs> in pvb and i was did. like what yeah. is this on about i'm like i'm really interested to know it's what not just botting though that's the thing it, no yeah. there's a lot of different pvp cheats going around at the moment one of the more prevalent ones is the auto kick. So it, the instant interrupt. So the moment something yeah. gets cast, it gets interrupted. So you've got no chance to duke it. This could be a 0.5 second cast mm. and still get interrupted. Yeah. And it yeah, gets which, is, which it has to be a bot. Like they, a human yeah. cannot react that quickly. No. I mean, it's the same with like refreshing dots and stuff. If you manage to clear them off and them just being on you constantly because you've got multiple bots in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't, you can't compete with that. And that's just not fun. Like that was the the main point of what the guy who started it was trying to get at was that it ruins the experience for everybody else around you. And I completely agree with that. Like I, I, I don't PPP cause I get super aggressive. Me too. Um, yeah, <laughs> lots of swearing. Me three. Um, <laughs> we should totally stream a PVP session. I don't want to destroy my computer. <laughs> I like my keyboard, okay? Yeah. And I like my friendship with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, keyboard is more important. Okay. No. <laughs> Fine then, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it, it, it does ruin the fun for people, and, and, but it is also, um, by the same token, it's, it's a difficult thing for, for Blizzard to try and deal with because, I mean, that's where the, the thread started unraveling. <laughs> unraveling, Greg. Um, was because I'm people done. were like, <laughs> and you'd be proud, Claw. Classic Cinder. I know. I hate puns, but when I make them, they're hilarious. Um, yeah, it just, it all started coming undone because people were like, um, well, if somebody bots them, they should just be banned immediately. And other people were like, okay, can, I understand that, but some people get banned incorrectly. And so they don't actually get the opportunity to refute it or anything like that. Um, it just, yeah, like I said, it got, it got messy. Yeah. So if you, you know, want to have a bit of a laugh, go check it out. Yeah. The thing about bots is they can't just ban them individually. They can't just say, oh, this person's botting, ban him. There's too many people who do it. There's too many people that get reported to do it and don't actually do it, Mm. that they have to work out the bot, see how it works and see what they can do in game to counter it so that it Mm. breaks it and doesn't work. Yeah. And then. When their warden system picks up that, oh, this person is trying to do this that doesn't work anymore and they're doing it every 10 seconds on the dot, that's when they do their ban waves of everyone who's been flagged. Yeah. That's it. So. Which is a good system and is generally fairer and more effective than just, you know, willy-nilly bans all over the place. So, Well, and the manpower behind it as well. Yeah, You can't have a GM watching every battleground that exists that yeah. would require thousands of GMs. It would cost literally millions of dollars a year mm. just to maintain, like, a, no bots. Yep. Yeah. There's money better spent. We don't want to lose a raid tier over it. <laughs> I was just going to say. Uh, all that losing raid tier and sacrificing <laughs> for scenarios and things like that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dark Moon Fair this weekend? Yep. Go ride the carousel. Actually, I, I need to do that. I've never been to Dark Moon Fair. Really? Whatever. I've never been there. Ever? Have you like not even got the achievement for walking there? I don't think so, no. Wow. That is astounding. I don't even know what the Dark Moon Fair is, to be honest. <laughs> the only thing that I know is that it used to be where you went to make the Dark Moon cards for the trinkets that were really awesome. But yeah. now you don't have to do that because you can just make them wherever you like, which is cool. And so I never really have a, a reason to go there. That's amazing. 
If you're leveling so, alts, it's good to go there for that carousel. It gives you 10%, I'm pretty sure, experience bonus. Something like that, yeah. And and stuff. Like, oh, you haven't done – wow. Okay. The, the, the one where you got to fly through the rings and then if you get through however many it is, then you get the Blazing Wings toy. That is, like, the best toy in the game. <laughs> Ah, oh, amazing. Okay, well, I think Sim is going to drag you through it. <laughs> no, 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 no. But maybe, no. maybe that's something when you're feeling a bit bored and you're like, "Oh, there's nothing to do." Maybe you could just go check it out because it is fun. Like okay. I don't go all the time, but it it's um it can be an interesting thing. I mean, if you there's lots of pets and toys and stuff that you can get just by doing stuff. Um, and there's two mounts that uh one mount. Hmm. The um, one mount and one pet. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, there's heaps of pets because you've got the oh, Dark Moon sorry. Rabbit. And That's then what I mean, got... that drop. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and then you've Dark got Moon the Rabbit and then you've got the Moonfang? Feasel ones. And... Oh, yeah, Moonfang and stuff. Yeah, oh, no, Moonfang also stuff. drops a pet as well. Sorry. Mm, heaps of things, Neuro. You're missing out, man. <laughs> you're missing out. I'm too busy pug raiding on my fourth alt oh. <laughs> to do these things. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I understand. Um, um, Bright Paw is on sale. That's for in WoW. A little pet. A little purple kitty cat. The purple kitty that climbs on your lap and stuff, yeah. right? I thought yeah. all cats do that now. All cats do do that. Ah, okay. Well, if yeah. I had a cat, I would probably know that. Yeah. Um, so Brightport is $10 US or $11 Australian. So nice that it's not too drastically different. Um, and all the sales that are made before December 31st go to Make-A-Wish Foundation. So they do this every year. Um, and people are usually quite good. They usually raise a fair bit of money for it. So, um, and it's giftable. So if you want to give one to people, you can. Thing is the people who would want it, there's no point gifting it because by the time you get it to give them, give it to them, they've got it already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had that they've got a plushy from- one sent to them already in the mail. <gasps> I wish there was a plushy one. <laughs> Blizzard get onto that. That would be awesome. Blizzard, please. <laughs> <laughs> So if you support Make-A-Wish Foundation, be sure to go ahead and purchase that. Yeah. Gives you something for doing what if you well, if you donate to Make-A-Wish, be getting anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So StarCraft, anyone been paying attention to that? Because I haven't. No, yes. not at all. I was interested no, I in BlizzCon, but I haven't kept up with it. So what's happening in StarCraft? Um, I don't know anything about the actual stuff, so I haven't. I don't have Legacy of the Void, so I haven't been playing that. But I've kind of been keeping an eye out on these mission packs because I've been curious about them. Um, so the first slot, the Nova Covert Ops, is now available for pre-purchase, which is really exciting. Um, and it's for all three mission packs. So the first one's due out late spring US time. So what's that like? I don't know. May. I think they have like a mid-June last point. Um, like last release date kind of thing for the first one yeah. um, with all three due to be released by December next year. Um, and each mission pack has three missions within it. So there'll be nine in total. Um, the thing that I found really interesting with it though, is that in order to purchase and play these, you only need the base Starcraft game. Yeah. You only need Starcraft. You don't need Legacy of the Void which is interesting to me because, I mean, like I said, I, I don't have it. I've got the base and I've played it a little bit and I'm really rubbish at it, but I do want to keep trying. Um, so this could be a good way of getting more people into the game without having to have a huge commitment. Yeah, that's always what these games need. Yeah. And I think that StarCraft has such a, a, a reputation for a, a very high-end you know, player versus player, esports, you know, that kind of thing. So if if you're going to play StarCraft, you have to be into esports and all that kind of stuff. But really, the base game um, versus the AI or the campaign um, mm. is actually really good and mm. it's worth paying the money just to play that. Yeah. Um, and now that they're introducing this, you know, extra stuff that isn't part of the, the PvP multiplayer, that's a really cool thing. I think it's good. Yeah, well, I I mean, I'm, I don't play with other people very well. Raiding's really the only time that I play with other people. Um, so I like... I like that they've got some more solo type things and it's not too expensive either. Like it's 25 bucks American, um, approximately, I think off the top of my head for the mission packs, which, you know, that's not terrible. Hopefully there'd be a reasonable amount of content in them for, for the price. But yeah, I'm, 
I'm really considering doing it. Okay, that's cool. See what they like. So, yeah. Check it out. Maybe we will. (laughs) Maybe we won't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, that brings us sort of to our topic for this episode, which is Hearthstone. Um, with its news that the League of Explorers Adventure, the third wing, is being released right now, today, or is it out? sometime. Tomorrow is it out? By tomorrow, it should be. It'll be playable. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. So that's- and it's got um a new card pack and stuff with it, all yep, that kind yep. of stuff. Cool. Yep. That's the. It's it's got a very Merlock themed. So I'm pretty sure it's Ooh. Sir Finley. Mm-hmm. So Finley Mergleton. That's it. So there's a lot of speculation about what's going to be happening with that because, well, his battle cries discover a new basic hero power. So it makes things quite interesting because oh, you can yeah. see classes do things they haven't normally been able to do. You could see a hunter with fire blast, which is terrifying. <laughs> yes. So you can get any of the... What, what is it? Nine hero powers. So you got the Druid Shapeshift, Steady Shot, Fire Blast, Reinforce, which gives you the 1 1 Silver Hand Recruit or Dude, as they're called. Uh, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yep. As a paladin, you always want to summon a dude. <laughs> no. Uh, the Lesser Heal from a Priest, your 1 2 Daggers, Totemic Call, Life Tap, and Armor Up. So that, that, that's sure to be quite interesting. Uh, and so you sacrifice your own hero power or yes. you actually gain another one? Cause it no, no, you really sacrifice the current. You, yeah. Fair enough. So it, ma- it makes things interesting. And because it's Discover as well, it's not just get assigned a random one. You get a choice of three. Oh, uh, okay. okay. So you can really... That's pretty strong. Oh my yeah, God. You, you can tailor the deck around it pretty easily. Like Shapeshift and the daggers are... Rather similar, whereas you can target whoever you want to attack. Yeah. So using cards which boost your your character's attack power can be very useful for those. Hmm. Could see priests with armor up, which is kind of similar to a priest mechanic anyway, being the two heal, but pushes them beyond that health threshold, which is very terrifying. It is very terrifying. <laughs> yep. And just with and with um, his Murloc synergy as well. There's a number of Murloc cards coming up, so Murloc decks, yay! Yep, <laughs> Zergy Zergy Murloc decks. I really want to build a Zergy Murloc deck. Yep. That's like my first day. <laughs> I don't care if it what class it's with. It could be with Paladin. I don't care. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's it's mainly that any fin can happen. That one's being. Seen as quite interesting. It's a paladin card. So summon seven Murlocs that died this game. It's a 10 mana card. So playing at the end of the game. I don't wow. know how that works. I don't know if it's summon 10 Murlocs that died this game and it can be any combination of those Murlocs. So if you've had old Murkai and you play this card, you could possibly get seven old Murkais, which, well, GG, you win. I have no idea. We'll yeah. find out, I guess. I guess we will, and also every fin is awesome. They love their puns in this. <laughs> yep, every That's fin. Why likes this game so much. I hate puns so bad. I really do. <laughs> and this card gives your minions plus two, plus two, and costs one less for each Murloc you control. So play that with um, anything can happen, and you've essentially got a you got a free card, and then you give all your Murlocs plus two, plus two. It, yeah. Wow. It'd be a very interesting one, but actually, no, that's a shaman class card, isn't it? So they can potentially be played together under the right circumstances, but yeah. Yeah, so each of the classes, I guess, is getting a Murloc-centric card from that pack. I guess it would be that way. Is yeah, that from right? this wing, yeah. Seems that way, doesn't it? That sounds cool. Yeah, so we'll see how it affects the meta like the other two cards have so far, which has been quite significant. Yeah, no, you, you mentioned to me previously that um, the League of Explorers has changed the meta for a few different builds. Um, 
and we'll talk about that, I guess, in a little bit. We had a few questions that I, I think Cinder wanted to ask about uh, for the Hearthstone topic. Um, the first one was, you know, for those that are starting out and have no idea, like like I did, uh, what <laughs> kind of website or or anything like a deck builder or, or tips and tricks website um, is is good to go to that's got a reliable and you know up to date information because it does change over the, the course of um, the year or, or the expansion. Uh, so month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. So. All right. So if you're first getting into it and you sort of want to learn a little bit behind the theory of the cards and just get a bit of info, uh, owned by the Curse Network. It's the same. It's Hearthstone's equivalent to MMO Champ. It's called Hearthpwn. So hearthpwn.com. So that'll okay. give you like just all the up to date info on what's going on in Hearthstone. All the like this one has all the info on the cards that are being released with this wing. It has a I guess you discover it as like a deck builder. So if you've ever been onto the Diablo fans website and shows the builds for that. It has a similar sort of function here, whereas you can see uh, decks that people have made, shows what minions they've used, what weapons, what spells, and shows you how much dust it takes to create that deck. And people have voted on it. You get your ratings and everything. So that's, that's a cool. decent way to start. If you want to be a bit more net decky, so you want to just copy it exactly, and you want to do the best you can, tempostorm.com. Tempostorm is a, is a team, an esports team led by, I think it's, I think it was founded by the streamer and professional Hearthstone player, Raynad. He is very, he's a very capable player. I think he's won a few championships. He's regarded as one of the best Hearthstone players and Lord of the Saltiness. Um, <laughs> He's the Sounds saltiest like player, kind of player Yeah. <laughs> I think he's threatened to quit multiple times, but it's a, it's a really good website just to see what the top um, decks are because they do I – bl- I believe it's monthly. They do like the top decks of the meta and they have it separated into tiers. So your tier ones are the best decks that can be built with the cards that are available. They're doing the best performance on the, me- on the ladder. So if you want to just – be a person that follows the stream okay. of things. That that's where you go for that. Otherwise, Twitch. Go into Twitch.tv. Watch some streamers. Watch the top ones. They're good players. They know what they're doing. That's how I've learned most of what I know. Uh, you mentioned Day Nine on Twitch, right? Day Nine TV. Oh. Yeah, he, he's a very interesting player because he doesn't necessarily follow your standard decks. He likes to make his own. He likes to experiment, play around. And he, more often than not, has a very positive result. So if He's you, also super adorable. Good. <laughs> but, uh, he has he a background. He's got the best laugh. That's amazing. Yes, he does. He, he's he got does. a very strong background in Magic the Gathering, so mm. like trading card games are sort of his forte. So yeah, I can definitely recommend him. Kriparian is another good one to watch. He's mainly an arena player, only reached Legend in the past six months for the first time, and he's been playing since beta. Wow. But, but he knows a lot about the cards. He can look at a card, and it's like he sees the power level behind it. So he's a very good one to watch and listen to because he knows what he talks about. And he does videos on YouTube and explains why each card or type of gameplay is good or bad or, or both. So I very much enjoy watching him for those reasons. Hmm. No, that'd be really interesting. Uh, sort of a more in-depth information than just, you know, reading from a website, you know, him actually yeah. playing and sort of pointing out this and that about certain cards. No, that would be really cool. Yeah, it's very informative. I definitely recommend it. And then he plays it, shows a game where he's used the card. And so it's not just him telling you, it's also got a visual description as well. Well, that's awesome. Can I skip to the last question? Because <laughs> <laughs> we can. Yeah, because okay, so I I okay, so for everybody who's listening, so we decided last week that we were gonna have a chat about Hearthstone. I'm really crap at it. You know, surprise, surprise, I'm crap at most things, but hey, I have fun. Um and one of the one of the things that these uh, that uh 
course suggested was to um, check out this Dennis video because, you know, it's, he's like, you can't be as bad as Dennis. I'm like, okay. So I watched it and bless him. I understand exactly why he did what he did. Um, and I will say up front, pretty cross with um, how everyone treated him. He's like, oh my God, that's the worst opener ever. I mean, yeah, it was, but, you know, obviously the guy was new. Um, the point I'm trying to get at is he, so in the video, um, Dennis starts out by casting Smite on his first turn, which is a mistake because you should be saving that for other creatures and stuff, basically. Yeah, that's the way I understand it. Yes. Like yep. there's better uses for it than hitting the guy. Yep. The trouble is that the purpose of Hearthstone is for you to get the other player's health down to zero. So he cast Smite because he saw that as an opportunity to take the guy's health down straight off the bat. So I understand why he did that. Um, and there's a couple of other bits and pieces that he did that were, um, you know, not the greatest in the world. And, and I understand it, but I also understand why he, why he did it. And it leads me to this question of, um, when you, when you first start playing Hearthstone, they do, you know, run you through what you've got to do. But all they tell you is that you've got to get the guy's health down to zero and that's it. Where is that information that <laughs> says don't smite on your first turn because you're far better off using that on creatures or, you know, don't blow too many of your cards to hurt your guy if it means that you've got nothing left and then he's got a full hand because then you've got nothing to counter what he will do. Um, and it probably sounds really straightforward to some people, but I'm not good at stuff like this. <laughs> And I only know the very basics of what I know because of Thor and um, my partner. He plays it and he's told me these things and he's very patient with me going, oh, should I do this? He's like, no, honey, maybe you should try this instead. <laughs> um, he's very good like that. Not everyone has a Thor. Um, so, you know, is there anywhere that kind of says, don't smite on your first turn and here's why? Does that, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, there's... That's sort of like the knowledge that you're asking comes from experience. So it is possible that Dennis was a first-time player, just first Mm. installed it, decided to go into the arena and have a bit of fun. But he he became a prime example of things to avoid doing, things that new players do that you shouldn't, that's making sense. It does. It just, for me, it's like if nobody's actually telling him, hey, buddy, don't do that. I mean, is, what, if he got, what if he doesn't pick up on that? While well, he's, when, while after he's he loses 10 times in a row, I'd hope <laughs> yeah. that he picks up that maybe I should be doing something different. Because the way True. he was playing, short of him coming up against another Dennis, mm. he will never win. Mm. So a smite, it's a... One mana cost card does two damage to the target of your choice. So, yes, you can attack face at that. But you can also use it to destroy a two-health minion without taking any damage yourself. Yeah. So it, And you can do it whenever you want. You could save it as well till your last turn. You could get your opponent down to two health. And if you've used that smite early on and then there's better ways you could have used it, you could have that still in hand and suddenly you've won. Mm. So the key to Hearthstone is to think beyond your current turn. So You said a bad word. You said think. <laughs> I'm not good at that. Hearthstone is a very thinky-thinky game. There's yeah. a lot of math involved. There's a lot of foreplanning. All the things I'm bad at. I also think that the design of the game in the very beginning is poor to promote that kind of um Yeah, that, that's what I was trying to get at, actually, was um, that there isn't a lot in the game already that kind of um, does an advanced beginner kind of tutorial. Yeah. Um, like, essentially, the highlighting things in green? Yeah. If it's green, we should use it, right? Right. Mm. Green means you can Guys. use it. I know. <laughs> Yellow means that if you use it, there'll be an additional effect. So whether it be a battle cry or... Combo point. Yeah, things like oh, that. Did not know that. That's for rogues. Yep. Oh, ew. <laughs> rogues have a mechanic, most of their cards, or not most, but a lot of their cards where if you do an action before oh, you yes. play that card, it will have an additional action. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what it means by combo. Like each class 
typically has a additional mechanic, so shamans have overload. So shaman cards are particularly powerful at times. They run very much off RNG. So Crackle, for example, you can do anywhere from, I believe it's three to seven damage. So it can be wow. extremely strong removal or it can be wow. extremely weak. Mm. It also has the downside of pretty sure it gives you one overload. And what overload does is prevents you from using a mana crystal in your next turn. Mm-hmm. So just say you're on turn five, you use an overload card, you overload for one. The next turn, you've still only got five mana you can use. But then next turn, you go straight up to seven. Yeah. So the cards can be very powerful, but they do have drawbacks. Uh, warriors typically use a lot of weapons and armor, as you can imagine they would. Uh, that's why Control Warrior is quite powerful right now, because their ability to gain armor is incredible. You can get essentially, effectively, 60 health as a Control Warrior these days. Bloody hell. Yeah. Then priests, a lot of their stuff is centred around healing. Warlocks are about taking damage to yourself to play cards or their hero power is life tap. You draw a card, take two damage yourself. And as well as discarding cards. So Doom Guard. It's a believe a four mana four mana five four with charge. I could be wrong, but it discards two cards when you play it, so it has that drawback. So you need to be careful about what you play or what you have in your hand before you play it. The Warlock ones always seemed really weird to me for that because I'm like, why am I hurting myself? This doesn't make any sense. Once you get some Molten Giants, you'll understand. Molten yeah. Giants, the, <laughs> they start off at 20 mana, so obviously you can't play those, but they cost one less for each, uh, damage, for each bit of damage you take. Ah, oh, okay. So if you get down low enough health, you can play free Molten Giants, which are eight eights. Mm. Uh, that's the typical barrier for okay. Warlocks. That's so they'll the play those. Yeah, <laughs> you play two Molten Giants and put a, like, well, something that gives them taunt between them. So you've got two eight eights in front of you that protect you, and then you play Jaraxxus so that you get, go back up to 15 health and you pretty much win at that point unless they get Sacrificial Pact. <laughs> okay. You don't get that. We don't understand, but... I do a little obviously bit. Obviously, it's interesting. <laughs> Sac- sacrificial that. Pact is a card when used on a demon, it destroys the demon and restores like four or five health to you. Oh. And oh. funnily enough, you can actually use it on Jaraxxus which okay. replaces the hero power, uh, replaces the hero itself, so mm. it's an instant kill. Mm. Okay. It, it, it makes for some very funny and interesting games. I do watch the, um, is it Trollden? Yep, Trollden's yeah, so, funny and lucky Hearthstone moments. Yeah, so Thor watches those and I find myself looking over my shoulder because sometimes he's like, oh my god. I'm like, I don't understand. And he's quite patient and he'll pause it all and show me what the cards are and then explain what's happened and stuff. And yeah, like people are amazing. Some of the things, like just the ones that we were watching last night, some of them were just phenomenal. There was a, a guy who won, um, as a priest and, uh, something about a card that would, instead of do healing, it would do damage and Arcanine he baited the other guy. Sorry. It's called the Arcanine Soul Priest. Yes. And he baited the other guy to do something that would make him heal to full, but because the healing turned to damage, it just annihilated him immediately. It was hilarious. I know I'm exactly like, what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was it was really clever. Like, it's a whole other level of gameplay that I will never, ever reach. But yeah. I, it's very – people are amazing. So it's not just knowing what cards you've got, what cards you can draw, and how to use them. It's about also predicting what your opponent could potentially have. So if you're facing a certain type of deck, like after about four or five turns, if you don't know what your opponent's playing, then you don't have all the knowledge that you might need to win. But if you do know what they're going to play, you can sort of counter it or you can bait them to use certain maneuvers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. At a low level, whenever I start a match, it's like, I don't want to put my minion down first. I found that that's, you know, <laughs> oftentimes it can be good and oftentimes it's bad, but 
I've been in matches where it's gone to like five mana crystals where we're just drawing cards against each other and using our hero abilities. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, like, like I don't know why we're still doing this. We're just staring at each other <laughs> like we're almost that's, at max cards. It's just like an awkward conversation where yeah. you don't know what to say to each other. Well, <laughs> when that like, happens, if that happens to you, you need to step back and look at your deck. Uh, you, maybe you've just gotten unlucky on card draw. Or maybe you need to think about adding more early game. Possibly. Um, it wasn't that I didn't have cards to play. It's just that they didn't play any <laughs> cards. So I didn't play any cards because I didn't mm-hmm. like, I want to play against uh, them. Yeah, you know, and we were kind of just like staring at each other across the room. <laughs> it was I'm really old. Cool. Some sort of control deck. I think, yeah. Well, it was a versus warrior. So that was my first clue. Um, and so, yeah, eventually we got, the, you know, they got enough mana and I got enough mana where we could just be like, ha, five minions, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, now what do we do? We just like <laughs> destroy fest at through mana six to seven, <laughs> which is, yeah, just awkward games of Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining you sitting there going, ha, uh-huh. like, that's just fantastic. Yeah, sometimes you just need to take control of the board and become the presence on there. That's that's one way to win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always so. try to do that when possible, but, you know, like you said, if you don't have any early start cards that are going to make a really dominating, you know, first few turns, it's just kind of not worth it. Even Sometimes you, you won't phased. get to use the cards you want to, like the way you want to use them. So, yeah. for example, mind control tech, it's battle cry only comes into effect when the opponent has four or more characters uh, four or more minions down mm. but if they've not played anything and you've got this card in hand well you may as well get a 3-3 body out on there because that'll force them to remove it somehow getting rid of one yep. of their cards yeah mm-hmm. part of the reason why um secret paladin is so strong right now is because no matter what happens you play all the cards in your hand if you have divine favor in your hand you Draw as many cards as your opponent has. So I have that card. I should yeah. put that in my deck. It, it is. It's a good card. It's, it's an overpowered card. That's the problem. I always find that. Um, I, actually, I didn't have it in my deck, and um, I was like, "Yes, I will use it." You know, towards the end or in the middle, like if they're out drawing me, um, and it just never seemed to happen, or I never got the card when it was you know appropriate. So it was like either we both reached the end and we were both doing one one draws and it's like <laughs> this is really awkward. You know, if I ha- if I draw this card and he has zero cards, that's kind of bad. <laughs> it's like because yeah. it just makes it useless. So yep. it's like it's it's kind of situational, but it's definitely good against I guess priests and warlocks where they're always going to have more cards or should yes. always have more cards than you. Yeah. Um. Card. Oh God, I'm drawing a blank here. Having more cards than your opponent is, by default, an advantage. So having the card advantage is always good to have, which is why Divine Favor is such an overpowered card. So you can spend pretty much all your deck, uh, all your hand, sorry, use this card, and then you've got a deck hand God, equal to what your opponent has anyway. Yep. So that that's the main issue with this card. I There's a lot of talk about how it could be fixed, but, you know, you don't want to ruin the soul of the card. I think it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's extremely situational, and yes, it can be very overpowered, but it, it definitely counters those strong card decks like Priest and Warlock, which I think is a necessity because for some, for me at least, I struggle against those types of decks just because of the way that I play badly. Yeah, it's just that that card... It eliminates a potential weakness of the Secret Paladin playstyle. So it it's basically what was going wrong with Patron Warrior. So Patron Warrior was it was beating every deck because it didn't really have much of a weakness. So even if the opponent had a full board of everything that's going to kill you next turn, that actually works in the Patron. Well, it did work in the Patron Warrior's favor. Yeah. So. Other players were punished for having board presence. And the warrior has excellent removal tools, so taunts didn't really do a whole lot. Yep. So that, that's, yeah. a, that's another thing. Like, there isn't really um, a lot of information about the different card 
I guess, extra abilities that they can do, like um, silence for one. I had no idea what silence did for a very long time until it was used against me. Yep. You know, um, and and then I realized, wow, that's really strong, and I don't have any silences in my deck, so maybe I should think about doing that because it's definitely great against buffs and taunts and all that kind of stuff. Yep, so, it is. Um, that owl, the like the really low <laughs> mana cost owl. Yeah, like I want to have that in my deck. <laughs> that's really useful. I believe you do have it. Yes, you it, do start just, with it. Yeah, yeah, it's just a basic mm-hmm. one. It's yep. a very strong card to have, especially seeing it's a beast. If you play a druid or a hunter. Yeah. It's a great card to have because it has that synergy then. Um, also, the, the ooze, the one that strips the weapons. Yep. That one's really strong too. Ooze. So, yep. little tips and tricks like that, that those particular cards at early level that you can get to, to put into your you know starter decks, that's really useful. And, and the websites that have suggested would suggest to those cards more than likely because they're very strong um, with, you know, out and too much drawback to taking them in the deck. Yeah. Well, that kind of. Sorry, yes, I was just going to say that that kind of takes us on to um, one of the other questions that we have is what is a good starting deck? So if you are a beginner, what's a good one to start with? All right. Well, when and you first class? start, when you first start, your card quality is pretty crap. I'm just going to say it. Everyone knows it. They need to find more ways to give people earlier cards. It's suggested that the first adventure that came out, Naxxramas, becomes free for everyone. That would be a big leg up That'd for be everyone. Cool. Because yeah. the cards that come with that are very strong. A few of them are still staples of very common decks now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they definitely need to do something like that. But back to the question, what's a good one to start with? Cheap decks. So, aggro ones. Use low... Um, cost minions they're often the best for new players I guess so a lot of the cards you'll find in your deck already even if you haven't purchased anything but what do you mean by an aggro deck though sorry like, yeah sorry um, no no, no <laughs> that's, that's a great question it's a great question so there are different deck archetypes so you've got control you've got ramp you've got mid-range combo Tempo, aggro. So that's probably a bit confusing for most Never. people. Yeah, it's generally the different style of play associated yep. with the deck that you're using. Mm. So aggro is throw down as many small things as you can and hit mm. the fellow in the face. Okay. Ignore everything I can, else. I'm good at those ones. Yep. Those ones are fun. They can be fun. They can also be very mindless though. So yeah. face hunter is one at the moment where... Essentially, everything you play goes and hits face. Most minions either have charge or are very hard to get rid of or are beasts. And it's just aimed of aimed at getting your opponent killed by about turn seven. Mm-hmm. So I find them quite boring, those sorts of plays, because the typical play is if it lights up green, play it. But that, I mean, that to me sounds like it would be a good one for somebody that doesn't um, have a lot of experience with playing it. Um, it it is that basic gameplay, isn't it? Of you know, you put out a card that's going to hit the other guy in the face, and may not necessarily rely too much on forward thinking because it is just mm-hmm. you've got these minions, get them out there, make them hit him. Yep that that's pretty much the point of the aggro decks. Mm. But uh, me personally, I like to think I like to be two or three turns ahead of where I am now, try and. Mm. All right, I've got this card in my hand. I want to use this when he does this, which I know he will do on this turn. An example of that, what you're talking about, you know what he's going to do on this turn. Um, I found with new mages, um, there's a really strong ability that a mage has called Flame Strike, which you know does a lot of damage to all the um, the enemy's minions. Now that's a seven mana cost card. Um, so, you know, at level seven, if you have a lot of minions out on your board, that they're going to die. So, at level, like, mana six, you don't put out an extra minion. You know, you don't put out more minions um, than than is necessary because they're just going to get blown up. You know, that's the kind of thing that you've got to think forward thinking or thinking ahead or knowing what the, the player is going to do before he does it, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, that's what I mean by understanding the class you're facing, knowing what tools they have. So, yeah, like you said, mages have flame strike on turn seven. 
do four damage to all the enemy minions. If you're an aggro deck, essentially that's your entire board gone off one yeah. spell. So if they've if you've not attacked any of their minions and tried to clear them off at all, suddenly the entire deck is stacked against you, essentially. Yeah. So it sort of is a counter to the aggro playstyle. So taunt as well forces you to attack taunts before you can hit anything else. Often regarded as a cheat maneuver against <laughs> aggro decks, they don't like it very much. No, they hate it. I mm-hmm. think it's amazing. But yeah. that, that's when Iron Big Owl comes in, though. So you use your silence on it, and suddenly that taunt mm-hmm. is just a regular minion. That's it. One thing you may have seen, I don't know if it was that Dennis particular video or another one, but someone played a Sunfury Protector on a large minion. So Sunfury Protector is the card that gives an adjacent minion taunt, and then tried to silence the taunt away by silencing the Sunfury Protector. So that's not how that works. No. No. So it, you need to also understand what to look for. So what the Sunfury Protector does is it's a battle cry, give adjacent minions taunt. If it had a different effect, there is a thing called an aura. So it's a pulsing yellow, I don't know, graphic coming out from the card. That's an aura. That is what affects other minions from that card itself. So that's when you'd want to silence that card. Is that the one with the little lightning bolt on the bottom of the, the icon? Uh, not necessarily. Lightning bolt has an effect, and that's very that very much depends on what triggers that effect. Yeah, so there's so, little clues in the game to give you an idea of what the card's doing. So if you don't know, and it's got the little lightning bolt, or, you know, I don't know, give it another example of what... um. What other symbols they have, but so just there's highlight a skull. Over the card. Yeah, yeah there's the skull. a skull for death, death rattle. rattle. Yep, yeah. I know that one. <laughs> so obviously that effect occurs once the minion dies. Battle cry occurs at the beginning when the minion is played from the hand. So if you play a card that plays it directly from your deck or from your hand without you playing it yourself, the battle cry does not happen. So you got to remember that. <laughs> There's a number of other effects as well. Um, <clears throat> sorry. There's Discover. So when you play the card, you get three choices of a card to pick, and that will depend on the text of the card. That's a new thing, isn't it? Yes, that is, that's what's come with this latest adventure. Okay, yeah. Um, okay. With the latest expansion, the Grand Tournament, we have had Inspire. Inspire occurs when you use your hero power. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I was wondering about that. That's the little blue flag. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See, I learned something. There you go. <laughs> and- so you know what Death Rattle was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I do know some stuff. Like I know, I know things, but I just don't know how to make. Other, like I know. How- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just seconds. gonna say, I know how to hold the balls. I just don't know how to juggle them. <laughs> just that's what made me laugh because I'm holding balls. Anyway, the point is. I know what to do with the things. I just don't know how to do them well. I thought the funny part was the juggling, not the holding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So yeah. Um, other no, you go ahead. That's it. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, well, one of the other questions, which you've kind of already answered, Claw, but um, you know, do I really need to have done all the other adventures to get the cards to do the new League of Explorers adventure? And I kind of get the impression that the answer is pretty much yes. No. No? Don't have to. It's It'll make things easy for you because you'll have more mm-hmm. cards to choose from. Mm-hmm. And if you have the money to spend and you're willing to spend it, I definitely recommend buy, buying the adventures. Not only are they fun, but they do give you some great cards to use. Yes. But it, it's definitely not a requirement. There are plenty of free-to-play accounts out there that do everything entirely just in-game and don't purchase anything. So um, it's doable then, like, and I could just go straight into League of Explorers yep. today yep. Without, without, yeah, okay, cool. Also important to remember, I- there are achievements within the game as well. They're not shown mm-hmm. anywhere. You can see on like Hearthpone or at one of those sorts of websites, it'll give you a list of them where mm-hmm. you can get free decks. Well, it's funny you say that because when I logged on 
to Hearthstone the other night to, you know, have a little bit of a play around. Because it had been so long since I'd done it, I got four packs to open because of my collector's Diablo edition and Starcraft <laughs> and something else just for, you know, breathing, which was nice. Yep. Um, so, that, yeah, that was really cool. So, you know, if you go away for a while and come back, you could have some secret packs to open. It was like Christmas. They yep. were all shit. The cards I got were bollocks. I was so angry. But, you <laughs> well, know, like, well, they okay, were free. You, I didn't pay for them. So If you think the cards are bad, they might not be bad. They might actually be good. Oh, just... Some of them maybe. But, you know, it's, I wanted the legendary one. So I wanted an orange one. And and I only got <laughs> one one epic one, and the rest um, were like all common, except for that one obligatory rare that you get each pack. Yeah, but so that's fine if they are cards that as well that you don't want to play at all. They're not classes that you want to even touch. You can mm. disenchant cards mm. into dust, and you can use that dust to purchase cards or create cards. Yes, which is, you know, that is important for people to know, yeah, is that um, you don't have to purchase your cards, you can make them, which is really, I think that's a cool feature as well. Um, and you can purchase a pack for 100 gold, which is very easy to make. Yeah. So I definitely yeah. recommend giving that a shot. You get yeah. a free arena run, and an arena run will, even if you go zero and three, zero wins, three losses, you'll still get a pack. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so See, check out that list of stuff things. that'll give you free packs. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that are just not, you know, like straightforward, like easily to identify straight up, like the achievements thing, you know. That's yeah. what achievements like. It's good when you're rewarded with them because you did them accidentally. Like I won three games in a row and it was just like, hey, have this extra award. I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. If Defeat. I'd known that before, you know. Defeat all the expert innkeepers. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I just went and did it because I figured, you know, why not? Because it's experience. Yep. Get all characters it. to level 10. I got to do that. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I figured I, I, I figured it was one. I was like, I, I'm sure this is going to be achievement because if it isn't, I'm going to be really salty. But no, <laughs> I, I went and I'm like, I think I've got um, Rogue left. I think Rogue is the last one that I have to do. Yeah, I think that's the one I've last as well. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Rogue. It, There's it, more maths involved. There is definitely more maths. It seems like a fun playstyle, though. But yes, maths. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Um, I did. I had a question. Two things. Two things. Okay. One. When you were just talking about opening the packs, um, do they? Are they? What pool of cards are they drawn from? Is it just the basic things, yes. or does it? So it's not. Um, from anything that's existed at all uh, ever. I, what? Well, there's different <laughs> types of card packs. There's the basic yeah. card pack. There's the, the the gnome one and the argent tournament one. Yes, is that right? They're the three types. Uh, okay. So all the achievements, because they come from the base game, will have basic packs. Right. If you okay. are going to buy packs, I definitely recommend just buying basic because okay. there's more cards to choose from and. Just so many staple cards that you'll pretty much need to build any basic deck. Okay. Yeah. Are the other ones a bit more novelty or? Um, There's a lot of like, themes. Yeah. So okay. goblins and gnomes have a lot of mechs in there. Yeah. And mechs, they have synergy with other mechs. So if you're going to get you goblins and gnomes, yeah, you have to do that. Um, with Argent Tournament, there's a lot of um, inspire cards. And another mechanic I didn't discuss, Joust. So that oh, okay, yep. basically each person draws a card from their deck and the one with the highest mana cost wins the Joust. Mm-hmm. And obviously oh. that'll affect the effect yeah, of the card. again. Yeah. I've had people do that against me, so I kind of realized what it was. But yeah, yeah, they lost, I won. It was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so that just means that they don't get the full effect of their card, which yeah. sort of takes away from its value. Okay. Gambling. Um, yeah. Um, and the other thing I kind of just wanted to mention, because we haven't really touched on it, is that there's daily quests yes. that you can do in the game, and they're just basically to help you get gold, yeah? Yep. There's occasionally one that lets you get a, a pack. Mm-hmm. So you watch a friend win a game just through the Battle.net How friends list. How do you list. do that? How do you do that? Because I didn't know that you could watch other people play. Just open up the Battle.net friends list, and there'll be yep. a little eyeball when they're playing a game, and you can just Ooh. watch them. So you can spy Unless they have it turned off. 
They can turn yeah, it off. I'm, I'm turning that off. Oh, come on. <laughs> I was going to watch Cinder play the game and check the cards. <laughs> You'll secretly record it and go, Dennis 2.0. No, you can't do it secretly. It'll always come up in the bottom corner if someone's watching. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's cool. <laughs> and you can joust against like, your friends as well, don't forget. So if you like if you see someone's online in your friends list, you can be like, hey, I want to duel you or not. Either way, mm. it's up to you. <laughs> you do not get quest credit for those though. No, you do not. But it's still oh, okay. fun sometimes just to yeah. be like, hey, I want to see if I'm getting any good. So I'll play <laughs> against Claw because he's better than me. Then we'll see yeah. how we go, you know? Yep. And it's fun. You could still beat me. Yeah, if I draw the right cards, you know, that's all <laughs> it is. Still RNG. Yeah. Well, does anybody have anything else they wanted to talk about? I mean, we've covered a whole bunch of stuff. That's a very strong Hudson episode. Yeah. Oh, no, but it's really informative because, like I like I said, I'm fascinated by the game and it looks a lot of fun. And I've played a little bit and I do have fun with it. I'm just just bad at it and it kind of puts me off doing it. But I think that I want to give the adventures – a proper go. I thought that I'd done all of Naxxramas, but I'd only done the first wing. So I have, a, yeah. So I've got a whole bunch of adventure mode stuff that I can do, which I think is what I will focus on for a while because, you know, I don't like playing against other people. But, yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, that was a really good episode. I, I like Hearthstone and I think everybody should be giving it a go if they haven't already because um, it is free to play. So, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead and get into it. Uh, if you have any questions for us or any tips or tricks that you know of that we haven't talked about in the podcast, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, things like that. Send us an email, that kind of thing. We can go through those details now if you want. Cinder or Paul, yeah. do you want to do the information? Uh, I guess I'll do it because got- we had Cinder do the opening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough of me. So <laughs> hopefully you've been checking us out at battletag.com. From there, you'll be able to find all our podcasts in the past and you can download them so you can listen to them on the fly if you want to send us an email send it to battletagged at gmail.com we're happy to answer any questions you may have or if you have any suggestions for what you'd like to hear go ahead and send it there uh feel free to contact us on twitter okay at uh battletagged that's our battletagged twitter account <laughs> it is is anyone even using that yet Hey. I free tweet Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, we will be using it. Yes. All right. <laughs> Contact Neuro at Wow Neuroscience. Contact me at, at Chlorothor. And the lovely Cinder is at Cinder underscore tweets. Yay. Yeah. Also, 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 I'm going to be on the Girls Gone Well podcast that's coming up this weekend. So have a listen. And then I'm going to talk about this podcast there. Oh, and God, say it's hi. an endless loop. It is. It is. <laughs> I might have to but send in a voicemail. You might, yes. But it should be um, a good fun episode. So. We'll have fun with that. Yeah. For sure. And All that's right. it. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode four. We'll be back next week with episode five. It's going to be all about tanking. Hope to see you there. Goodbye.